Hello, welcome to the Tutors of Life podcast, episode 29. This is your host, Sean Tudor. And this is Sam. I bought another car. You did. I have no regret. I'm glad you don't. Do you have regret? Um, no, this is actually probably one of my favorite car purchases you've gotten. You're a Toyota 4Runner. Mm-hmm. Freaking gangster. How many miles are on it, Sean? 286,000. <laughs> we'll see how long it lasts. I want to see if it'll hit 300,000. 300, That'd be cool. I'm sure it will because it's a Toyota. What'll probably happen is like, I'll hit 300,000 miles, I'll still be running fine, and I'll go, wow, this is fucking stupid, and I'll never die, so then I'll just get a new one. Yeah, yeah, we could try that. Yeah, most likely that's what will happen. Mm-hmm. Um... Doge is at 26 and a half cents right now. It was up to like 28 cents yesterday. I know, I know, babe. <sighs> What's the date? August 12th, 2021. All right. Could be doing better. I wish it was doing better, but is what it is. Mm-hmm. Um, Ryan asked me a question today that I wasn't a fan of. He asked me, hey, Sean. How much do you think you've spent <laughs> in titling and registration fees at the DMV in your lifetime? And what was that answer? So I thought about it for a minute. And it it is at least 15000 At At least 15000 I want to think a good amount more than that, but at a minimum... I've spent 15000 at the DMV. That's like a, another car. That is a nice car. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yep. But, you know, I've accepted that that's just what you want to do in life, and you can just keep doing it. Yeah, I mean, between, like, just... Boy, I could have I just bought one nice car mm. just for the price of that. You know, you still wouldn't be able to hold on to it. I don't know if I'm physically capable. We only have one life. That's true. You might as well drive every single car that you can. That's what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, might as well. Um, yeah. Sean, what are we talking about today? I figure we're, we're going to talk about some opportunity. Oh, yeah. Okay. So what were you thinking about? Yeah, sure. What do you want to talk about? Um, I don't know. Just... Um, where to start with this? I guess some of our friends, like, have fun opportunities come up in their lives. And I just think it'd be, like, something good to talk about, um, like, probably some of our opportunities that we have taken and some we we have uh, passed on. So you want to talk about opportunities? Yeah. All right, what do you got first? What's it, what's it, what, what, uh, start us out, Sam, what do we got? Um. All right, before you get started. We ate pizza for dinner, mm-hmm. and everybody knows when when you when you pull the pizza out the oven, it's actually it's 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 it, it, it's humanly impossible to not just grab a slice and eat it, even though you know you're gonna burn your mouth. So right now I'm doing this podcast with the whole roof of my mouth fucking burned off. It just my mouth hurts so much. 
I have skin coming off the top of my mouth because I burnt it so bad. I don't know what, just as humans, right? We're just these big, dumb creatures walking around like, oh, hot food, must eat, uh, and now I'm just regretting every every moment of it. Yep. You know how good it tasted? It it still tastes good. It tastes so good. Even though, like, half my taste buds are gone, shit, the other half still sure registered it. Mm-hmm. Okay, Sam, what are we talking about today? Opportunities. I don't know. Do we want to... The thing that I guess comes to my mind is, like, I left my previous job to go work for you. Yes. Um, because the opportunity came up. You needed a house manager. Mm-hmm. Um, your business needed a little bit more organization. Mm-hmm. And the business I was working at, they were in a good place that they could handle it without me. Mm-hmm. Um. And then I worked for you for nine or ten months. And then another opportunity came up where I could go back to my job. Mm-hmm. Um, and get a promotion and some other cool benefits. Um, and so, I don't know. It was just really neat because I remember when that opportunity first came up, you were not thrilled. No, I was not because you were running my company. And that would mean I would then have to run my company. That's a lot of work. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, I also did put a lot of things in place where it shouldn't have been too hard for someone to take over what I was doing. Correct. Um, Which, luckily, like, you had a person in mind Mm -hmm. um, already to take over my position. So we were able to kind of train him in for two weeks. And then he would call me for a couple questions every once in a while after that. Absolutely. Um. And then I went back to my old job. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I think it, in the long run, I think it's actually helped our relationship. Yeah, it's good. It's, it's been good for us because then we don't, our life doesn't revolve around work. Mm. Yeah, and I think, right, I think with tutors of life, it won't be so bad. It's just the group homes are a 24-7 deal. Yep. It's hard to shut it off. Right. Because... We both would have employees and staff um, calling us uh, uh, all hours of the day. Um, so, yeah, I just thought that was, like, one neat, uh, like, opportunity that we've had in our life and that we've taken. And then something, I don't know, what what opportunities do you have or, like, did you not take and why? Me? Yeah. I don't know ones that I could have taken because I think I brain dumped them. <laughs> I um, like how I, I told you we should do this as a topic 24 hours ago and you still have not thought of anything. <clears throat> no, I haven't. Um, Here's what I do know. I was 17 years, no, I was 16 years old. Mm-hmm. I wanted to join the Army. Well, Marines, are, I just wanted to serve in, in some branch of the military. I met with a Marine recruiter. I was like, oh, this is a very viable option. I think I'd like the Marines, okay? Then my buddy Tommy joined the National Guard. I was like, okay. And he's like, Sean, you should join. 
so I met with the National Guard recruiter. Okay, so actually, one opportunity I did not take, I did not go Marines, because that was my original plan, Was that was my original thought was to go Marines, okay, mm-hmm. 16. So my buddy Tommy said, Sean, why don't you do National Guard? So you know what, Tommy, it's a good, good fucking point, because National Guard, I could sign up at 17, at least from what I knew back then, I could sign up on the day I turned 17, and... I could do split up, and so I could go down, do basic training my junior year of high school, and I could do uh, AIT, so my job training, the summer after I graduate high school. Mm-hmm. So that is what sold me, because I really wanted to start doing it right away, right? Like, I couldn't wait till I was 18. I wanted to start then. So I was 16 years old, met with them, boom, whatever. The week... The week I turned 17, I signed the papers to enlist. Um, my parents then had to sign two because I was 17 still. Went to MAPS, did my stuff, and then I was sworn into the Army National Guard. Okay? So that was an opportunity I took. Boom. Went and did that. Okay? Then I was uh, put in as infantry under the Menominee unit. So I go, Okay. Menominee. My plan was not to move to this area, period. I planned to I planned to do something like become a welder or something had I not went and joined the service or went active duty, right? So now that I joined so I, I decided, okay, I'm not gonna do a welder because I want I want to do the military. Then I decided, okay, I'm not gonna do active military because I'm gonna do the National Guard because my buddy Tommy told me to. And then I could start earlier. Boom. So now I was like, holy shit, I can get school paid for for free. I had never, like, wanted to go to school and get a four-year, de- like, a bachelor's degree. I just thought that was what stupid people did, okay? So I was like, well, fucking dude, sign me up. I'll be an idiot, too. I'll go get a four-year degree, whatever. It's free. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, where do I go? So I was like, okay, well, I'll apply for Stout because that's where my unit's going to be. I'll apply for Eau Claire because it's only 30 minutes away. Mm-hmm. I'll apply for River Falls, and I'll apply for Lacrosse. I think I got into, I think I got acceptance for Stout, Eau Claire, River Falls, got denied to Eau Claire, or got denied to Lacrosse because I was too stupid. 19 on my ACT, so I'm not really the brightest guy out there. Um, they said in the letter back to me, thank you, but we were really looking for in the 20s. And I was like, huh, not me. So anyhow, I decided on Eau Claire because I was like, man, if I go to Stout, when in doubt, go to Stout, I'll, I mean, I wanted to be an idiot, but I didn't want to be that big of an idiot, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So I went to Eau Claire. So these opportunities led me to that, mm-hmm. right? Okay. Mm-hmm. Living in Eau Claire. Because I decided to move to Eau Claire, my brother decided he was going to move from Detroit Lakes, Minnesota to Eau Claire and live with me. Mm-hmm. Because... Was this, he, this was after he got his two-year degree? Right? So he got, he got a two-year degree okay. in small engine repair. And then I was like, hey, bro, I'm moving to Eau Claire. want to come? And he's just like, shit. Yeah, my zone. So, boom, he decided to do a... I think it's a year? A year program? One year? I don't know. Two year. He, I think he did... Whatever. He did another uh, program, uh, one or two a year for uh, auto body. Came to Eau Claire... He did that. When I was 19, I was at AT, so my two-week training for the National Guard. 
one of my sergeants, Sergeant Zaharo, I was talking to him. He's going to love that you mention him. Of course. Owned a construction company, right? So I'm like, okay, opportunities in life. I'm working at Menards. So, like, the, it's not, uh, it, it paid the bills, but it's not something I'm passionate about working at Menards, right? So, Zahara has construction companies. So I'm like, all right. So I asked him for the opportunity to work for him. So, met with him and his wife, business partner, boom, they took me on board. So that was my opportunity to get in and learn the construction, so they start learning the construction world, right? Mm-hmm. So I took that opportunity. So I guess the opportunity on the other side is I could have just kept working at Menards. Right, and gotten your four-year degree sooner. Yeah, yep. Which, as we know now, it panned out in the, in the, in the road I took. So I worked with them for a bit and took a semester off of school and worked for them. Had a lot of fun. I thoroughly enjoy that type of work. So much. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's it's a really fun. Um, and, and I learned some stuff, which is good. So I went back to Menards because I decided I was going to go back and just finish out my degree. While I was back in school, I was going for uh, accounting and uh, finance, which turns out takes a lot of work. Um, but whatever, I was plugging along at that. My now business partner friend Ryan at the time was like, "Hey, you remember one of the, another sergeant, drill sergeant Raymond that we that we were in the guards with?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, I remember him. He started adult family homes, group homes for disabled adults." I'm like, "Oh no shit, dude! I've always wanted to work in that. That sounds cool. Like I've that, that's something I've always wanted to do. I always want to try out." So Ryan started working with him. I met with him, and and he took me on board, and I started working there. I'm like, okay, this is awesome. I, I love the work. It was it was good being a caregiver. It's something I always wanted to do. Uh, some things progressed within that company, and and uh, the owner fired Ryan and I, and said that we wouldn't amount to anything without him. So Ryan and I were like, all right, well, what opportunities we got right now? I, at this point, I made sure to quit Menards and not put in my two weeks because I never wanted to have to go back to work there. Didn't matter. Wasn't going to do it. Um, we were working there, and so now, so now that we're fired, I don't have a job. So what's our opportunity? So Ryan's like, "Well, why don't we just start our own?" So like, it's a good point. Why don't we just start our own? So we started researching it. About this time frame, I start. I took. I took the opportunity, and hit on this girl in my class. Who's that? That was you. So I had this girl and I said, hey, check it out. I got a family size sedan. That's enough room for us to have some fun in. <laughs> and that pretty much sold it right there. It was over. <laughs> Everything else is history. Uh, Something about that dad mobile that just sealed the deal. Oh, definitely. So then we kept moving. All right, so I took the opportunity, boom. We're starting to open the. We're we're starting to fill out all the paperwork to get these adult family homes rolling, right? So now now you get the business idea, the business partner, and then you have the sugar mama who was uh paying your bills for you. That's right. Now I, I have zero income besides the National Guard, which isn't a whole lot. 
So Sugar Mama's paying the bills. And we took the opportunity to meet with Sam's mom, who is fluent in the field of assisted living, who helped us get the last of our paperwork in place. Then we started Adult Family Homes. I can keep going. Do you want me to keep going? Do you want to know my favorite opportunity that you forgot to mention? Yep. So, Sean, what class did we meet in? American Indian Studies. I don't know if you remember telling me this, but I remember, I just remember this fact. You and I both signed up for that class about a week before school started. Correct. So I was too lazy to take a foreign language. So I needed one more class to fulfill me not taking a foreign language. That was American Indian Studies. It was the only class that fit with my schedule. Mm-hmm. And they actually didn't allow me to take... Oh, the semester prior to that is when I was originally going to come back to school, but I decided to work with uh, Zahara another semester. Yes. So we definitely have to thank Nate for that. Yep. Thanks. Mm-hmm. Um, so that opportunity then... then uh, mm. It is literally just a mere coincidence that Sean and I met. Absolutely. And like the fact too was the only reason we met in that class was because on Fridays we had to work um, in a lab with, like, we sat at these tables with, like, six people. So Sean walked in first, sat at a random table. Yep. Good old me walks in and looks around and tries to find the hottest guys to sit at a table with. Lo and behold. Sean wasn't one of them. Oh, but dead, 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 dead. Come on. Your back was to me, so I don't know. Okay, but hold on. That was when I was 220 pounds and yum yum sauce was at the beginning of the semester, so don't don't play that on me. That's true. But throughout the entire semester, Sean loved making fun of me because he definitely, I definitely did not do my schoolwork. Yeah, Sam's not what we call the <clears throat> most studious. Of individuals. No, I'm not. Bam. So that's a fun opportunity. Yes. Yes. So that, do you want me to keep going? Oh, yeah. You want to keep going on this train? Do do you think people want me to keep going on this train? I feel like, well, we just got asked this week how the business started. Uh, You got started in group homes. So I feel like. So we kept rolling from there, right? The next opportunity I took or what we took was to accept a client into our house once we got licensed. It was not the ideal client we had in mind, okay? But it was an opportunity we had to take him, and the case manager said, you pretty much take this guy or you're not getting any more referrals. So Ryan said, all right, we'll do it. We took that guy. We had six months to prove ourselves. Oh, let's not forget, too, that case manager walked in and said, so which one of you is dating Kim's daughter? Really? I really don't remember that. Oh, I remember you telling me that. I'm sure I did. I'm sure I did. That sounds familiar, actually. Anyhow, um, that probably did happen. Sounds really familiar. Yeah. So we took that client. Six months to prove ourselves. Boom. December. Now we had an opportunity to take two more clients. We took two more clients. House was full. From there... We kept running the business. 
and I was coming up on another semester of accounting and finance. At this point, I realize, holy smokes, this is too much schoolwork with running a business. So if I'd been a little more ambitious, sure, I I probably could have got it done, but I didn't give a shit anymore. Went into my advisor, I said, hey, what can I do? This is what I'm doing for my life. What can I do to graduate the fast, as fast as I can? He said, entrepreneurship degree. I said, done, sign me up. That was one of the uh, uh, double semester expedited courses or whatever they call that. Oh, yeah. So you have, you have a, two semesters of coursework into one for the, for the, main, the main entrepreneurship major. So boom, started doing that. One of my instructors ran a company called Senesis. And I really liked the guy's knowledge. So I asked him one day after class if I could intern with him. And he said yes, as a marketing, as a, as a, I'd intern as a like marketing guy, right? Marketing intern. Did that. Uh, I did a good enough job that he ended up offering me a position to manage one of his companies. Uh, So I took that opportunity to manage that company, which I learned quite a bit at. I I did for like eight months, learned quite a bit, had some fun, but it just so happened to be at the time in stable living where we were growing too fast, or well, growing to the rate that I needed to be more present for it. Mm-hmm. So I had to step down from that position because I needed to be more present in my business. That was, that needed to be the main focus. So um, we focused on group homes for a bit. Uh, got those, got those running well when we, uh, when Sam was put into charge. And then and when Sam left, uh, Cody came into charge, uh, take charge. Um, so I ended up going back and working with Zahara a little bit here and there. Uh, that was that was fun to do, um, while while Sam was running it and Cody was running it, um, I worked with him a bit, um, and then opportunity we we had an opportunity uh, right as Sam was leaving and Cody was taking over to start doing uh, community supported living, um, a part of the group homes. So so we took the opportunity to start growing that Mm -hmm. Um, so then we're able to provide in-home care which allowed us to really step up the amount of individuals we're able to help Mm -hmm. um so i mean now we have more csl clients than we have afh clients because we don't have to have the houses for them so we're able to help a lot more people yeah so that was really good that's something we're going to continue growing um, and we're pretty excited to continue growing that um now we're at the point where in order to keep growing we really need to get a human resource manager of some sort and so we're going to take the opportunity to hire someone to do that role. I've said opportunity so many goddamn times in this podcast, and it's bothering me. <laughs> if it's bothering you, I hope it is, because I'm bothered by it. Um, uh, Go ahead. Oh, do you have anything else to say about your opportunities? Just that along this way, uh, going back and working with Zahara a little bit, uh made me realize that I do enjoy the construction world and like doing that stuff. Um, and Ryan and I then got into real estate a little more with Wisco Rhea 
um, started GT Business Ventures. Um, I doing doing some flip properties. Uh, it allowed me to hire on my brother to work with us. Um, so he's helping us with flips. Uh, so now we get to do real estate and construction, and it's a uh, it's fun. I'm I'm excited for that portion of the business. Uh, I really do. En- I really enjoy real estate and and fixing construction projects, things like that. So uh, happy to be doing that. Except for our house. Right. Well, I it's fucking lunch <laughs> chill. Absolutely. Um, I do want to talk about like some opportunities we've said no to. Absolutely. Um, one of the ones that I can think of recently was uh, the second property that me, you, and your mom looked at. Yes. Um, to get. Yes. It was a triplex. Um, it. What well, one unit was open, the other two were rented. Mm-hmm. Um, and if all three units were rented, we would have made a little bit of money on it. Yeah. It, I, look. Yeah, keep going. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, it was uh, it was obviously like a C class, a lower class um, type of property, mm-hmm. and it did need a little. It did need some work. Mm-hmm. Um, luckily, the one apartment that was vacant had been redone already. Mm-hmm. Um, so that didn't need to be redone, but the other two apartments needed to be fixed. Mm-hmm. Um, but. Yeah, uh, we just kind of sat down, and we already had put in an offer on another property. Mm-hmm. And we didn't want to, like, over overburden ourselves with two properties that needed work done to them, really. Yep. Yeah, so looking back on it now, um, it, it, was, it wasn't a bad deal by any means looking back on it. Um, it was just, in the moment, we already had a fixer-upper to do on our, as... Like, on our spare time, not as a job. We already had a fixer up on our spare time to do. Mm-hmm. And so we didn't want to add another one to that. Right. So. Um, yeah. And it was just kind of like a like a great opportunity, but wrong time. Yeah, absolutely. Situation. Yep. Um, man, I feel like there's not a lot of things we've, like, said no to. Oh, the fourplex that you and I were going to live in. Yes. Yep. I forgot about that one, too. Yeah, so that fourplex, it would have been good for us to move into and we were going to do the VA loan. Mm -hmm. And everything panned out in that realm for us to do. However, we told the owner not to fill the last unit because we want to move into that last unit. So they already filled it. Um, And we knew... Oh, I wasn't talking about that one. Oh, well, we'll talk on that one in a minute. Okay. We knew we knew two out of the th- three people already there, so we weren't going to evict some two of the people we knew, you know? Um, so that one, we would have had to buy it not to live in, but as an investment, and it did not make sense cash flow-wise and cash-on-cash cash return to do that deal. Mm-hmm. Wait, are you thinking of the one, like... That's right next to Ryan and you? Yeah, yep, yep. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. Well, yeah, and then we passed on the other one. Tell, tell us about that. Oh, no, I was thinking that one. Which one? The one you just talked about. Which one? I didn't know that there was a unit open, and then they filled it. Yeah, because there was a unit open when Ryan first walked through it. Oh, okay. And then when we came in, all of them were full, and it's like, all right, dude, come on, man. Okay, I didn't know yeah. that part of that one. Yeah. Um, yeah, the other... 
Um, it was in great shape, but the problem was, is it was all the same original appliances and, um, da -da -da, like, furnaces from when it was built, 30, almost? No, uh, 20, 23 years ago. 23 years ago. Mm -hmm. Um, and the guy who owned it pretty much just said he started replacing them once, if they, one goes they, out. Yeah, they just replaced them as they went out. Right, and I think I only saw, like, two of them were out. What, for what? Uh, like appliances. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So it needed new furnaces, new appliances in time, in time. And so it didn't, to live in it, it made sense. Yeah. With the VA loan, the amount, we don't have to put any money down to the 2.5% interest rate or whatever, it made sense. Yeah. But as an investment property, it didn't make sense. No. It didn't make sense at no. all. No. The other one was a good, I was a good, it was pretty much the same thing, actually. Mm -hmm. Um. It was a it was a little bit newer, a little bit more out updated. Yep. Um, big yard for one of the uh, apartments. Mm -hmm. But then the same thing happened where they filled that unit. Yeah. And we told them not to. Yeah. And then, uh, yeah, that one, it would have been all right, but they had low rents in it. So we would have had to raise rents on the other three units, mm -hmm. um, which can get tricky living in it. You don't want to have to... If one of those people left and you have to come up with a thousand bucks a month to cover them, that kind of suck. Yeah. Um, so yeah, I don't know. Those are just some like real estate opportunities we've said no to. Mm -hmm. um, I'm trying to think about life opportunities that we've said no to. I mean, there's a lot of things we've wanted to do, but because of Sean's group homes, we've kind of had to wait mm -hmm. um, until they're a little bit more settled. Mm-hmm. Um, we have been lucky where we get to go, I mean, travel and do things pretty freely, mm -hmm. I would say. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I guess we don't, we haven't had to say no to a whole lot of things. No. Um, but what we're trying to get at is, like, say yes and no to opportunities that make sense for you. And, um, like, the time frame you're in. Right. Um, and, like... I guess I thought of this because Sean's, or our good friend Mitch, he, um, which Mitch, if you're listening to this, here's your shout out. So. Um, he got a job offer for a, a bigger company and he gets to go travel the U.S. and mm -hmm. um, be in charge of some construction projects or yeah, be, yeah, he's like a superintendent in charge of crews. Yeah, so right now he's like on his way to San Diego, I believe. Yep. Um, and it's his like first time that he gets to like move away from home, kind of. Mm -hmm. And you know, Mitch, I think this is a great opportunity for you. You're gonna be able to grow as a person, and I just I think you'll be able to do great things. Very much so. I think I think you're gonna have a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Uh, great opportunity. I think it's gonna be a lot of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I would, uh, I, I, th I would enjoy it. I yeah. I really enjoy it. Yeah, I'm definitely jealous of you, Mitch. Yeah. Um, we'll yeah. Be, we'll be back here in Eau Claire. Yeah, we're going to be here. So, yeah, it just goes to show you have to... Take the leap. Yep. For things. For take a lot of things. Take opportunities. Mm hmm And take your time thinking about them, too. Um, all those, like, properties that Sean and I said no to, we took a week to think about them. At least, yeah. Um, 
most likely there's not going to be any opportunity that comes up that doesn't give you at least a couple of days to think about it. Mm-hmm. Um, and you have to honestly think about everything, how it's going to change your life, how it's going to change your relationship with your family, how it'll change your relationship with your significant other if you have one. Um, and you just, you do have to think about it. Mm-hmm. Is it financially a good choice if it's like a uh, change in careers, a change in a house, um, anything really? Yeah, definitely. Um, you, you just, you have to think about all of it. And I think that's sometimes, um, that's one thing that I think Sean struggles a lot is taking the time to think about some things. Um, if I wasn't there for some of Sean's decisions, he would have jumped into a lot of bad opportunities. Yeah, that's quite possible. Um, but that that's fun. That's fun stuff. Mm-hmm. I'd probably have had quite a few more vehicles by now. Oh, that's for sure. Um, yeah. You wouldn't have now be against buying me a vehicle, though. I will not buy you a vehicle. <laughs> Shouldn't have jumped on that opportunity. Correct. Anyways, it's a salty topic for Sean. Um, yeah, I. you just have to honestly think about all the pros and cons of everything. Um, Sean, we've thought about that a lot with selling our house. Um, but the opportunity hasn't come up for us to get another house, really. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been looking, and there's really just hasn't been anything that we like so far. Mm-hmm. Um, and this house, I mean, this house was a great opportunity for us to grow as a couple. Um, Sean in construction, mm-hmm. my patience. Mm-hmm. Um, it was a really... It was a good growing experience, and, like, we definitely owe this house a lot because it made us grow. Mm-hmm. Yep. And that's honestly, like, what any opportunity should be for you is it should be able to help you grow. Mm-hmm. Um, me with my career changes helped me grow. Um, I had to pretty much be in charge of Sean's company, and I've done management things before, um, Quite a few years of management, actually. Mm-hmm. But nothing to that extent. I've never had to manage 45, 50 employees before. Um, so that was, like, a good growing opportunity. Bro, we only had, like, 20 employees. When I left, there was, like, 40? No, I think we were, like, 25. Are you talking about, like, full, like... Yeah, I think, like, in total, we only got, like, 25. No, there's definitely more than that. No, no, I do payroll every month. Every two weeks. There's only 25? Yeah, there's not that many. We've had more. Well, oh, oh, we did open that house, dual staff. We were definitely pushing high 30s. Mm-hmm. Damn. Yeah, now that we got rid of that, Yep. we're down quite a bit. Yep. We also need to hire more people, so yeah, we probably should be sitting at like 30-something. Yeah. Um. Uh, but yeah, uh those all helped me change and grow. Going back to my company, um, it has helped me change and grow again, um, which is good. Mm-hmm. And it's also, I mean, 
help Sean and I be able to have some time time apart. Which is very, very nice. <laughs> very, very nice. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah, that's all opportunity should be for is to help you grow. Yes. And you just need to learn to accept the changes that they that come with them. Mm-hmm. I'm, as we all know, not the greatest at accepting changes, um, but I've been getting better at it. That's good. Have you been texting? Doing that? Yes. No. I was scrolling Instagram. <laughs> Bro. Just a piece of work, huh? See, guys? Just he doesn't... A- he a doesn't even care about work. you. Doesn't even care. Wow, Sean. I'm going to be honest with you. You know what I did? What? I uh, I was looking at the, the cabin Dan posted in Augusta. Oh, I know. Did you see it? Mm-hmm. Bro. 100K is a little too expensive for, for me, For 15 though. acres? One five acres? For 100 grand? It's a little expensive. I don't know about all that. I think I'd live there. Commute. Let me get Airbnb it. Commute. My God. I recently bought a Toyota 4Runner. That thing's ready for the winter commute. He already drove through a ditch with it. Had to make sure it was an off-road machine. You know, I will tell you that that car was probably a good opportunity. It'll be a bad opportunity when you get stuck in some ditch somewhere with it, though. Yeah, well, whatever. Um, yeah. What else for opportunity? What? Sean, today at work, guess what book I saw? Something by Kristen Hanna. Everything is figureoutable. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Do we own that? No. We own the audio version of it. Huh. Have I listened to it? Yes. You haven't finished it, though. And I haven't either. Why not? I don't know. Hmm. Maybe we should listen Everything to it. Everything is Figureoutable by Marie Folio. Mm-hmm. Maybe we should listen to it on the way down to Milwaukee. With Craig in the backseat hating us? Yeah. Done. Done deal. Done. Um, yeah. We're going to take the opportunity this weekend to enjoy ourselves. We're going to be gone Sunday through Monday. So that's Saturday through. Saturday through Monday, yep. Did you give me those Kristen Hanna books? Um, I'm getting them tomorrow. Nice. Guys, if you enjoy a good book, read Kristen Hanna's book. Any of them, but definitely The Great Alone. Didn't you like the other one you read? Yeah. Uh, uh, Something Joy, wasn't it? Uh, <sighs> wow. Shows how much Sean really cared about the book. What was that called? Bliss and Joy or uh, Grace and Joy? What the hell was that? It's a good book. I like I like books like that. Chick flick books. Um. Sam, Comfort you, and joy. Comfort and joy. There we go. Comfort and joy. But yeah, no. The Great Alone. Read that one first. Or the um, Jack Carr series. Oh my God. Are those actual books? 
the other actual books. Oh, I didn't know if they were just auto, audio book. Oh, my goodness. Oh, I don't know. I just listened to them on Audible. But they are so amazing. I would... It is a series I would most definitely buy. And I would read them. Because it's so good. Like, I want to go to bed listening to the, audio, like, the audiobook. I just want to kill myself every time I hear you play it. I should play it more then. Maybe I'll take you up on the opportunity. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> um, yep. That's all I got. I don't have a lot more than that. Okay, mm-hmm. everybody have a good one. Um, check us out on tutorsoflife.com. Read some of my blogs and Sam's blogs that we so courteously write every Tuesday and Thursday for y'all. Um, go like us on Instagram, Tutors of Life. Let us know if we should start a TikTok. Sam wants to start a TikTok. I think she could start a TikTok if she wants. Thanks, guys. All right, see ya.